Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 293 of the Chamberlain Chance Alex Podcast, the podcast that is complete roughly 50% of the time lately. <laughs> My name is Chamberlain. I work retail, and I'm sorry that I'm never around. It'll it's get almost better Christmas, come Christmas. Y'all. No, well. Oh, retail never gets better. Um. Ever. I'm not worried about it. I mean, you have a ideal retail situation. I do not. Well, yeah, I'm in charge. <laughs> that and just you're not in a grocery store. You're not between people and their turkey. No, honestly, 99% <laughs> of the people who come into the store are already in a good mood when they get there. And they know Alex, exactly what they want, I bet. Yep. Alex, do people get pissed at you that there's no turkeys left? It's about the right kind of turkey, sir. Oh. The oh, right I size of turkey? Is this oh, turkey I, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't understand what's wrong. Like, Okay. There is. We haven't been able to get chitlins in for about four months. We haven't been able to get chicken livers in for about two months. We haven't been able to get. It's bad. Supply so, issues up and down the country. There's only. Um, it's going to be three of us for Thanksgiving this year because my daughter's staying at college. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to do a turkey. What? We're going to get sushi. No. We Crazy. Are doing sushi giving. But, well, no. okay. Crazy. So clearly you have opinions about turkey. I think it's I, wonderful. I, I have no problem with turkey. I like okay. turkey just fine. You I just, just want to go on a, a like turkey a, for three of them. Well, okay, you could get one turkey or you know half a pound of sushi. Yeah. In terms of it's, cost, I know we're gonna end up spending more on the sushi than we would in the turkey. Oh, definitely. Oh man, you, you, like a like a like a Thanksgiving size thing of oh, no. sushi. You're we're not gonna fill up on that. We're, we're, well, we'll, yeah. we'll have we're gonna do like cranberry sauce and have a pie too. But the main the main dish. Is going to be sushi. So, so wait a minute. What is the cranberry wait, sauce? So you're having Thanksgiving on? food with turkey, without but, turkey. With, without turkey. So, what is the? What I mean, is with this cranberry sauce. You're having Thanksgiving food on? with sushi. Excuse me. You just eat cranberry sauce. We just eat it. Oh. You make it lumpy oh, okay. enough, but it tastes good all by itself. Well, okay. I know it does, but like soda's like a fistful of sugar. The soda's just like a like a can of pie filling. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what? I, I, I mean, just, I, we're, we're breaking traditions here. That's all. I, w- I would miss the comfort food, man. I really love Thanksgiving dinner. Mashed potatoes and a, and a gravy made from the drippings of a chicken or a turkey is just... Mm, oh, I love that stuffing. That is good. And, and I stuffing. Love stuffing. Stuffing is good. Stuffing. Mm-hmm. You can get stuffing any time, though. You really can. There's nothing indicative of, of Thanksgiving about stuffing, especially when and you can hey, buy hey, it like in like, pre-made. I food. love my green bean casserole. Mm. That never happens. No, no, no. I've probably mentioned that one of my cats has like an eating problem. Eating or, problem, yes. or, or, or some, some or sort of thing. Not eating problem. Well, no, no, no. It's it's that he, no matter what he eats, he loses weight. Mm. Oh, no. Yes. And so the the docs basically said that we're going to put him on this food as like a final gasp, and if he continues to lose weight, well, then we'll just put him down, which is not an option for me as far as I'm concerned. He's a good little buddy. And the the food that I was getting was exorbitantly expensive, but he liked it. Well, and when I when I pulled out a can and held him up, he'd go meow, like let's go, it's food yep. time. And that shit has been discontinued, basically. Like, it's not even, like, it's it's not like the company is shut down. It's just they're not, they can't produce it anymore due to supply constraints during the pandemic. So now he's on this yet more expensive food, because it's the only one that's available. But when this stuff comes out of the can, it smells all chemically. It's like jiggles like jello. I, I mush it up with a fork so it has some kind of texture. Um, it's really nasty, and now when I hold up the can to him, he just looks at it. He doesn't like it as much. Yeah. Because like, he's a cat. I, like, I'm, this pandemic has, yeah, I, 
I never worried about taking care of my cat before the pandemic. Supply chain issues just, everywhere. I'm just glad my bird's down with most food. <laughs> yeah, the other cat will eat anything. Hmm? I got him on. I've got the big one on Purina. Uh, Harley. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, made a difference. Yeah, street cat. I'm sure is very negotiable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> Delicious. Well, one of the dogs eats things that aren't food on a consistent basis. He has eaten two television remotes. Oh, oh my god! Like Wait. eating it up. And oh, it came oh. out the other end, or we, oh, yeah. we had to do you'd, surgery. You'd oh, okay. be amazed what passes through a dog. So he oh, chewed god. up like copper and like oh like yeah, that solder cardboard. And oh yeah, that Didn't sounds like a lovely shit. Didn't eat the batteries. He's also gone through slippers. He ate one of my wife's bras the other day. Well, I mean, that's classic dog. How, how, the the dog's... He's like how, two. Okay. That was a new dog. He's going to die. I mean, he's going to eat something and die. That's just yeah. what's going to happen. That's definitely what happened to at least one of our dogs. Mm-hmm. He's going to get blocked up by socks, and that's going to be the end of him. Never happened to our dog. Well, he's thinking... also stupid as shit, but anyway. I was thinking <laughs> the other day about my father's dog. I'm sure I mentioned him at some point. Yeah. My father had a dog named Buck that was a cross between a German Shepherd and a wolf. And he, <laughs> and he, and he taught that dog to play shortstop in the summer. Mm. Fucking incredible story. I haven't heard that one. Really? Oh, no. Yeah. Was, a shortstop yeah. dog? I think I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Was they, he named after Call of the Wild Buck? I don't know. If I, I, never, I never got into the name with my dad, but I do know that they share the name. Okay. Um, but yeah, he was fed on table scraps. My dad uh, taught him to sick people. By taking a uh, taking a, a baseball glove and jamming it into his mouth when he was a puppy and wringing it back and forth and going get him 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 and then going okay and then release and then when if a kid ever hit my dad with a snowball he'd look down at this giant German Shepherd wolf next to him and go get him and the dog would barrel down the street grab the kid's arms and just hold the kid's arm in his mouth going and my dad would walk up grab a face handful of snow and give the kid a face wash. Your dad sounds awesome. My dad was awesome. My dad had the freedom of a kid in the 50s, you know. And yeah. There was, there was, uh, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of fun you could do back then. Uh, <laughs> Which now, you know, kid didn't die. totally Assault. illegal. Yeah, now that's now that's just a story of one child assaulting another with his, with his attack dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the dog would play shortstop. He was fed exclusively on table scraps. And one day, uh, his drunk, my dad's drunk father, my grandfather, kicked the dog down the stairs and killed him. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. That's dark. Buck. That was the end of Buck. But Buck was a very good dog. Buck was Clearly. a very good dog. And Doug is a very good putty. How old I'm is sorry Doug about now? Doug. That sucks. Doug's like nine, but he's still going. Like he's still, still okay. he's, you know, yeah. like a sixties. He's st- yeah. He still enjoys himself. He he still comes in like he just hangs out on the bed while I'm playing video games. Like he's a yeah. He's a lovely little putty. We had one cat make it to like eighteen. Nice. Well, she was this tiny thing. And, you know, you could tell that she was starting to wind down. And then oh. one day I was home from work and I, I saw her just, like, fall over in the hallway. Just like, oh. blop. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> Took her to the vet and the vet's like, yeah, it's a matter of minutes here before she goes. She was just, she just minutes. right to the end. Yep. No, I had a Maine Coon last, like, 15, 16 years once. That's good for a big cat like that. Yeah. 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 So, um, haven't played many new video games this week, but last weekend on streaming services was an incredible fucking weekend for for new movies. Hmm. Anyone notice this? If you have Disney Plus and Netflix, it was it was a wealth. Uh, you had uh, River Cruise or Jungle, yeah, Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise on Netflix with The Rock, oh, the, and rock. the The Rock, and uh, oh god, how do I not know her name? 
Not Scarlett Johansson. No, um, Mary, married to the guy from The Office. Uh, Blunt, Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt, yes. Yeah, uh, The Rock and Emily Blunt. And it's, if you're in the market for another Pirates of the Car- Caribbean, here you go. That's exactly the genre this is. Okay. Um, except it's got Emily Blunt doing these awesome, crazy Jack Sparrow stunts. And you've got The Rock quipping. And the story is stupid as shit. I'm not going to yeah, spoil of it, course. but it's stupid as shit. Um, I would say Jungle Cruise is actually better than Red Notice on Netflix, which is the other big one. Right. Which also has a rock on it. I wasn't super impressed. No, I, I didn't, I didn't make it far. Uh, I finished it, but, and it sets up a sequel. Uh, <laughs> mm. but, uh, but no, it was not anywhere near, well, it had its moments, but they were really kind of easy, low bar moments, you know? Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, Microsoft is doing a big deal for the 20th anniversary of the okay. Xbox thing. Okay. And so, if you think, if you step into the Wayback Machine to the announcement of the Xbox, The Rock was there with Bill Gates. I remember Did that. a bit on stage with the Xbox there. Hmm. Um, so they brought The Rock back <laughs> to talk about this. And what's funny is he's 20 years older, but he's like twice the size he was. Yeah, he got really big after he started oh, getting the Fast yeah. and Furious. Well, yep. He got wide. Yeah. Very wide, wide in the neck. Well, he doesn't. He's, he's not in ring shape anymore. He's in bodybuilder shape, so it's, it's less maneuverability, but more. He's got the bulk, yeah. Okay, and he well, had hair then. But anyway, one more movie. Enough of the Rock. So, so in terms of quality, I'd say Red Notice is yeah. Jungle Cruise is uh, okay. I did not expect Shang Chi to be as good as it is. People, uh, that's been trickling out on Twitter a little bit. People are like, hey, look, this is. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what that makes you think about me. Yeah, and the problem with Shang-Chi is it starts out with uh, people shooting different colored energy at each other. Oh, boy. And so it immediately makes you go, eh. Oh, because Marvel. you hear the legend of this guy with these, like, rings that fell from heaven, and it gives him the power to basically, like, conquer armies if he wants to. And it gives him the power of immortality. And you see this guy use this power to basically, like, create his own army of assassins, and he just controls the world from the shadow, kind of. He is the true Mandalorian, and he's all pissed off that he took his name, but it's nice that they reference it. Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Or the, yeah, the Mandarin, the true Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, but you meet the guy, and hang on, I want to get his I want to get his name right, because apparently he was in King's Convenience, which I never saw for years. Uh, People like it. Shang-Chi. People love it. My brother says it's just excellent. Like I, I should give it a, a check out like I gave out Perks and Rec. Uh, it's too close. It's, I can't watch a show about retail, man. I just can't. <laughs> Simu Liu. Simu Liu is a Canadian actor, and he's got that, like, Marvel buff body in this. And when it comes down, you meet him when, as he's just like a normal guy. He's just a normal guy hanging out with his best bud, Aquafina. I really hope they get together in the storyline. <laughs> he's just hanging out. And they're slackers. All they do is they park cars for a living. And when one of the people whose cars they're parking is an asshole, we'll take it on a joyride. Because that's the kind of lowbrow people they are. And then one day, uh, a bunch of assassins try to jump him on a bus for a pendant that he's had since he was a child. And he has to reveal that he's actually a martial arts master in front of, in front of Aquafina. And then he, they have to go on a globe-trotting adventure together. And the supernatural aspect of it is, for the most part, kind of pushed to the side in favor of him just being awesome without the rings. 
And he is so charismatic. Him and Aquafina are so good and so funny together uh, that it's just a wonderful ride the whole way through. The action, when it occurs, is really, really nice. And then when you get to the end, it goes full fucking Dragon Ball Z <laughs> and is awesome for it. Like, I didn't mind it. I, I was really into it. It was great. Shang-Chi is a great Marvel movie. Oh, wow. Highly recommend. Wow. Highly recommend. I caught... Like, there was like one... No, I have I missed like the whole total, total back half of uh, What If. Okay. I've been catching up on that. I really like the evil Doctor Strange one. Yes, it, it makes that, him much more That got dark as shit. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, man. You're going to love where this series goes. Like the, yeah, the whole I, I, I've heard about... Um, uh, what's it? Oh, uh, Vision cool. Ultron. Looks good. It's great. Yeah. What, what, what If is a lot of fun. It's beautiful. Like, it's the construction of, like, like the animation, I think it must have been, like, 2D when, like, he absorbs uh, monsters. Was really good. Uh, no, I, well, I mean, it's all, it's all 3D, but no, I get what you're I, saying. I swear it was, it went, like, fluid 2D animation, like, in silhouette. Given that this is a, ostensibly a gaming podcast, you really think we'd be talking about Arcane on Netflix? You really think yeah. so, but I really could not give a fuck about League of yeah, Legends. Yeah, I... I the can't. Legend says lore? No thanks. The it's artists not that I follow on Twitter are freaking out about this. I'm seeing fan art based off Arcane constantly in my feed lately. It makes me wishes, wish I cared about the show. I, and it, Everyone that says they like it, it just comes off as, have you heard the good word about League of Legends? And I just... No. No, no, no. see, no, see like, I, I feel like we're missing out on something. from better sources, and I just don't care. I feel like we're missing out on something. I feel like I what, what this is, is it's a new Mario that a generation has embraced. And yeah. we're just like, well, it's not our thing, so I'm not going to But League of Legends... It. It, I know, League of Legends is a MOBA. It's like the most toxic fan base there is. I'm not holding that against them. I'm like, based on... The lore that I've seen in the game that I played, it's nothing to write oh, home about. Oh, so wait, you so, play League of Legends? No, no. Alex has been playing the new Airships in the Kid RPG. Based here's on how I justified Legends. it. Even if I don't like this game, I very, very much want them to keep making these games. Okay, so this is like the sequel. Ba this is basically kind of mechanically the sequel to Battle Chasers. No, really, it's different enough. Okay, they've added a uh, um. Visually, it looked almost identical. Oh, it's ide characters. visually it is identical. Don't worry, it's, it's, okay. it's the same crew. But it's all these up. League of Legend characters that I don't it, care about. Yeah, that's I did. <laughs> I like two. I'll put it that way. You like two uh, of the characters. I do. Um, okay. but it, there's like a, a a time bar where, like, you know, when it sort of gives out the order of operations of who's mm -hmm. going to move mm -hmm. next. Yeah. And you can, for some of your mana skills, or actually basically all your mana skills, you can choose whether it's a fast attack, medium attack, or a heavy attack, and that affects the speed of where things are. Mm -hmm. It gets interesting when they, there's like a quote-unquote like cloud of gas or a trap in the arena, and there will be like a wide, like a maybe a fourth of the uh, action bar will be kind of grayed out. And any character that ends their attack in that bar will get like attacked by the gas cloud. Mm -hmm. And that oh. it seems interesting. Okay. It makes you think, like, do I want to do a fast attack and avoid the gas cloud? Do I want to do a really heavy attack and take the tiny bit of um, uh, poison and just win the fight? Hmm. It's it's not bad. What's this one called again? Uh, the Ruin King. The Ruin. It's, it's not. Legal, uh, it's called the Ruin King: A Legal Legend Story, right? Hyphen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's fine. It's fine. It is a three D, lovely. I won't say high production value, but very competent production value. Um, 
turn-based RPG. Battle we, Chasers was a reasonable length. It was like 20-ish hours. It wasn't that long. Oh, it was eight. But <laughs> Was it eight? Was it, it that was short? eight. Okay. It was microscopic, but I loved it. There's yes. Thing, like, there's was, no way was, it was only eight. Was every, was every third enemy a giant bat? Sure. Yes. Maybe yeah. the fi- the second to last boss is just your shadow clones. Yes. There wasn't a final dungeon. There was just a final boss. But I still played the shit out of it. The, the shit room, out of room, it. It was yeah. lovely. And it, the heart's not quite in it as much. Well, like, some of the animation's a little rushed. I feel like there were a lot of notes. They feel kind of held back. I f- Battle Chasers felt more alive. Battle Chasers was all, was also an existing IP, though, was it not? Yeah. I yeah, think but Battle, Battle the, Chasers you know. was um, Joe Mad's own comic book IP. He mm-hmm. loved those characters. These yeah. are someone else's IP. Yeah, it feels like mercenary work, but it's high-quality mercenary work. Yeah. You gotta pay the bills, man. You there gotta pay the bills. are zero reviews listed on Metacritic. Because they, they, <laughs> they released it with out. no announcement, and... I don't know. Okay. It's not bad, but I can see why they wanted to avoid, like, maybe uh, 7 out of 10. Well, I found mm-hmm. one. There's one listed, a site called But Why, though, with a question mark. Gave it a mm-hmm. 95. I feel mm-hmm. like they got an advanced copy, don't you? PlayStation 5. No, yeah, that was the only, that's the only review listed on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, l- last night, listener, I sent out an email to the boys and I was like, I'm so bored. I need something new to play. I'm There's this close nothing. to getting Guardians of the Galaxy. And I, mean, and I was like, get bad, Guardians. That's yeah. not a bad choice. And Chamberlain was like, Gar- okay, well, Alex, would you say that's not a bad choice? What do you base this on? I based it on, I haven't read, read a single middling review for it. Everyone seems know. to kind of like it. Eurogamer. Yeah. yeah, no, like, they all say the art direction is really cool and the writing is really cool. And that's nice. But everything I've seen of the gameplay and what's written about the gameplay does not make the gameplay sound very fun. I see where you're going from. I watched a Digital Foundry breakdown of it yesterday just to see how it performs on the new-gen consoles and how it looks. And even though, like, yes, this is an unusual-looking game, it, nothing I saw made me want to play it. So my brother for my birthday actually gave me $150 with a PSN fun bucks. Hey! I could totally afford just to go get uh, Guardians. But then Alex suggested this Ruin King game last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I looked at it long and hard. Oh no! And then I went into my PlayStation, and then I went into my library on PlayStation, and I looked at all the stuff that I've technically purchased but never played, and I mm. downloaded a Plague Tale Innocence. Ooh, that is good. For, yes, I downloaded the PS5 version because I got a free upgrade for it. Yeah, I got because a trailer for that made it look fucking gorgeous. On that's a lot of rats right there. And uh, and then I downloaded Vampire, which my brother quite liked. I've played um, that. That's I was a six out of ten. I replayed a little bit of Infamous Second Son because my brother was playing it. I actually kind of, you know, I was I was flowing with it. I was like, yeah, okay, let's go. It's see a what really good first act. Uh, yeah, well, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'm I'm really still displeased with the whole fucking it feels spray, like there's only spray two painting, acts, but... spray painting yeah. thing. No, I did yeah. not get I did not get far enough into it to worry about what the second act was like. And then I saw Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain was in my library, but I'd have to go dig out the disc to get it. Or to play it. And, I don't know, I, I kind of wanted something that's as rich as a Kojima game. I really enjoyed my time with uh, with Death Stranding, and I kind of miss that, uh, the stealth gameplay that Kojima does so well. And so I, I clicked on that, and it's like, no, you have to go and find the disc. We can't just download it and let you play it. I'm like, well, how much would it cost? And they're like, well, 26 <laughs> bucks. And I'm like, 26 bucks? 26 bucks. I go, oh, okay. So I've done three missions so far, and okay. I'm fucking loving it. I'm loving it. It's so good. 
Like it's 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 so Kojima. It's so um, it's so granular. All the little choices you make about all the little things, and the world is so richly um, interactive. Like you want to keep your eyes open for birds. You want to keep your eyes open for little shit scurrying around, so you can you can uh, trank them. I I tranked a bear. I fought a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you hook the bear to the big balloon and have him take yes, it back to your? Yes, place? I folded the bear. There was a wonderful sound effect with the bear going up into the air. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. See, somebody thought of that and recorded that specifically for that specific. That's right. You know, there, there's a sound that, effect that for goats for goats to be folded. Yeah, the, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was doing a mission just before I started writing the uh, the headlines out, where I had to basically go down this this long ravine road just to where the mission is, just to start the mission. And I had to get past a very heavily fortified bridge. So instead of going through the bridge and tranking all the guys in the bridge, I just snuck beneath it in the ravine beneath it. There were two guys down there. One of them was worth folding out. The sniper was not worth folding out. I continued on past him. And then I got up on the road to continue on my way. And then I heard, but as I was getting up to the road, I heard chatter about this guy not talking. And don't worry, we'll get the information we need out of him. And then I saw a jeep with three soldiers and one shirtless guy who looked like he'd had the shit beaten out of him whip past me on the road. And it was too late. I couldn't do anything about it. So I reloaded the checkpoint. Um, and I, and then what I did was I waited for the jeep to come and I stood up in the road. And when an enemy notices you in Metal Gear Solid 5, you're granted a moment of bullet time. Mm-hmm. And with that it's, moment, it's of pretty bu- great. And with that moment of bullet time, I headshot all three soldiers in the uh, uh, in the jeep. <laughs> and I walked over, dragged the guy out, folded him back to my base, and it turns out he knows the exact location of that MacGuffin I'm trying to get this mission. <laughs> I love that. I love the amount of detail and the amount of shit going on in this Metal Gear game. I wish I was playing it on a new-gen console with new-gen pretties, but in terms of gameplay, I'm very happy with Metal Gear Solid I, I, 5 so I wish far. they finished it. I wish it had less story. <laughs> it didn't get full MGS nonsense till the end, but then Kojima was gone, so uh-uh. it was, didn't feel quite right. So You obviously don't remember the beginning of this game. I don't. I, I know I finished it, but I remember not liking it as much as 4. The beginning of the game is abjectly ridiculous. <laughs> the amount of shit going on, and there was a flaming whale summoned by... What seems to be a child, uh, Psychomantis. I don't know what the hell yeah. thing's deal is. Yeah, there's all kinds of Kojima craziness going on. And it is, um, interestingly, it's a stark contrast to the way the character Fragile and the character Mama are treated in Death Stranding to how female characters are presented in Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, it shows that maybe Kojima did get more mature between <laughs> Five and Death Stranding. Or he had people telling him no. Maybe, maybe, and he was just fucking smart enough to listen to him. Yeah, which is quiet is the worst. She's the worst. Yeah, no, quiet, quiet is really bad. But one of the first thing that things that happens in this game is you're in a you're in a hospital bed, and all you can control is where you're looking. Yeah, and, yeah, and a nurse leans over you. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's I don't know. It's played for laughs, but it's still like Ah Kojima. Mm. They're oh, okay. still so horny on main. Yeah, yeah. Kojima was quite was, was still quite horny on main Metal Gear Solid Five. But um, again, one of the things I loved about this training was just the way this guy designs games and how tangible the worlds feel and how meaningful it is to interact with them. 
fuck, I love this stealth action. I'm having so much fun. I like your clicky wrist. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember because we missed. I missed a week. Yeah, you did. Um, Feel shame. Did we talk about dusk at all? Dusk. The what is it? Yeah, it's a shooter. Shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. So I finished dusk, and it is. It it has an absolutely astounding second to last guy because it's it's a very quake quake two era feeling shooter down to the fact where if you move diagonally and jump you can move faster like a like a rocket hopping kind of thing almost. So the second to last last fight is a death match against yourself with all the same weapons and all the same movement options that you have. So they can do the acceleration thing. Yes. And if you don't, you die. Hmm. So it it, it took me a couple of tries to figure out what it was doing. It was, that means literally a death match and you have to kind of bait him into stuff. Then you fight Cthulhu at the end and the game kind of ends. But still, if you have any, if you have any affection for retro shooters, dusk is, it's a no brainer. Was the Cthulhu, it does look kind of neat. Um, in, I suppose in that you're kind of inside this nothing and you have to fire at cracks in the ceiling to let the sun in. No. That hurts him and then you can shoot him. But does Cthulhu look awesome? He looks, he, he looks like he's in Quake 2, but more colors. No, he doesn't look oh. awesome. He's like three polygons total. Oh. He, I mean, it's nothing looks awesome in this game. It's the design he, and the fluidness of the whole game. Uh, it, is on, it is on Windows, Switch, Mac, and Linux. That's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no that big PS, PlayStation graphics. I... Oh, yeah. Are you playing this on on PC or Switch? No, I'm playing it on Switch, and it ran 60 FPS on Switch. No hiccups. Going into these games like, oh, yeah, everything used to shiver when you moved. I don't miss it. This is so smooth. This Uh, does look fun. It it does look fun. It's fun. I'm telling you, it's it's just visceral and pure. All right. I'm writing that down. But remember I talked about how the sound was not that good. Remember Paranautical Activity? Yeah, I do I, remember that. I liked it. It was a roguelike. Yeah, it was kind of like, well, what's the word? Um, voxel? Yeah, it was, it was a gimmick. Yeah. It was voxels, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I also, before I talked about the big game, I did start Far Cry 6 Ooh. today. And it's, it's a pretty game. The combat feels kind of slow and chunky. It, it's, it's, it feels heavy. Almost. Uh, slow. You're slow, yeah. and and you get uh, you're you're going to get shit to increase your movement speed or increase this speed or increase that speed on your gear. Yeah. And that's it. And if you want to switch it out for this combat encounter, you better remember what it looked like because <laughs> yeah. they're not well labeled. I, I I don't know if I like not having a skill tree. I understand where mm-hmm. they're going with it, but it's probably going to annoy me after a while. Was kind of but it's a, really it's a pretty game. I remember what you said about the main character singing along in the car, and, and I it, finally got the car. Yeah. And it's just so endearing. She's it just singing is. along. It's amazing how endear how like Danny is an amazing Far Cry protagonist. I'm not even off the first island yet. I think I'm about I think I'm about to get off. I played for like three hours this morning. And I, it certainly is a pretty game. It's very pretty. It's okay. I don't know if I like the shooting as much. Um It's just like I said, it it feels Heavy. I mean, it's like it's, it's almost slow. like it's, slow. Like, it's not, meant to be played slowly, for the most yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was the Sony like Halo competitor? Oh, Killzone. Oh, Killzone. Killzone yeah, and it's yeah, not but... that heavy and slow, but it's closer to that than like Halo. <laughs> well, yeah, like your movement speed is very slow. Well, that just the way, yeah, just the way everything feels, and mm-hmm. it's just it's, like I said, it feels heavy. And isn't your only like your only weapon throughout the entire game is that your only melee weapon is a machete. 
Yeah, and those machete kills are grotesque. Holy shit. Yeah, and it's like what I was missing from Dishonored. I was kind of disappointed that I was so disappointed with the melee kills in Deathloop. Because everyone's wearing a mask. It doesn't matter. Like, when you kill this person, it doesn't matter. They have no expression. And, yeah, I, like, yeah. there's something sick that I enjoy that in Far Cry. I value that in the game. It's like, it's... ah, when I kill this guy, it really feels like it hurts. <laughs> like, well, the yeah, fuck? and then you're covered with blood for about ten seconds, and then, then you're fine again. Um, but I did play probably about 30 hours of, of Forza Horizon 5. Now, did you beat it already? Yeah. So you just, like, I mean, mainline this fucking game. Yes. Yeah, that's all I've played since it came out. Now, let's um, let's Metacritic Forza 5. I'm sure it's very, very good. It, it, there are, there's seasonal stuff that comes out, and, and I, I've told myself that the, the seasons rotate once a week. Like, the literal spring, summer, winter, fall kind of a thing. 92 on Series X. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I told myself with the last one, I will revisit this game once a week to do those. I won't. I, now that I've stopped playing, I probably won't go back to it again. Um, and I remember saying... At the end of four, I'm sorry, yeah, four, that they've gone to the well one too many times that unless they significantly shake things up, it's not going to be as much fun. Okay. And they didn't shake things up, but it is so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's not a game, it's a tech demo, and maybe that's okay. No, it is a game. Apparently it is a great game. No, it's a game. And, I mean, they didn't shake things up, but there's something... Just unapologetically positive about it. Just good feeling. I mean, the the opening race. There's always some spectacular opening race. It, it you you play as three different people being dropped out of the back of a cargo plane uh. onto these races, and one of them is onto an active volcano. So you're driving through this caldera of the volcano, and the next person drops out, and it's just. I mean, I had an, a positive emotional reaction to the opening race just because it was just put together so well and so... It's just joyous, right? You don't even need to like racing games. It was just the way it was put together made you feel good. Speed Racer. Yes, like the end of Speed Racer. That last... I can watch that last race of Speed Racer and I nearly cry every time. It's just that good. Yeah, I should rewatch that. And this, this one does not have the as many of the big, ridiculous moments that three and four did it honestly the 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 mexico feels smaller than either australia or the uk the last ones but everywhere you turn it just looks amazing (laughs) the cars look amazing and the skyboxes look amazing and then there's a dust storm and you're like holy shit this looks amazing it's just is it just a tech demo yeah it is but this is what a next-gen game should look like. And racing games always do this. Racing games always cheat and look really, really good. But it's, it's taken a year for Xbox to get one game. That makes sense. Okay, that and how many PS5 games have that? Ratchet one. and Clank. Ratchet and Clank. And when did Miles that come Morales. out? Miles Morales. Miles Morales is not to the level. No, neither of these, those games are to the level of Ratchet and Clank. Um, Ratchet and Clank is on the same level as Forza Horizon 5. Those are the two. Okay, Go fucking play Demon Souls. It is ridiculous. I, it, it is, is pretty ridiculous. It is okay. ridiculous how good that game looks. Nah, compared to Ratchet and Clank, though? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's a completely different Apple's Oranges. I feel yeah, like they're going for a much oranges, more realistic look. Yeah, the mm. text, the, just the textures, the, the the effects that are going on in oh, the, Demon's Souls. The, the, the Dukes, staggering. what do you call them? Okay. The corrupt care. officials. I, yeah, I don't care about that 
argument. Um, I, I love I love what Bluepoint did here. And if anything, all Demon Souls and the recent revelation of the Elden Ring gameplay have shown us, it's that Sony needs to somehow acquire from software, take Bluepoint, and mush those yeah. studios together. Yeah, yeah, they And do. then you have games of the year for the next ten years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at least when they come out, yeah. Elden Ring looks good, but I... Like but it's not as pretty as Demon's Souls. Yeah. yeah. It's just not as pretty. It's not as good one. So, yeah, I mean, Forza Horizon 5, is it the same game again? Yeah. Is it as effective? Yeah, it still works. No. It still has that magic in there that's just... And I mean, I, I like racing games. Like right, right before this, I played that Hot Wheels racing game, and I put it down after like three races. I'm like, this is junk. And I played this. The only... If there's a downside to it is that it, it builds the... The people you're racing against, based on what you're racing. Okay. So there are very few requirements on the, on the main on the main races that you do. There really aren't many requirements on the car. You can bring whatever you want, and then so the game doesn't will, lead you to. No, it lets you grow. race what you want to race, and it's a choice that they made. But the problem is, because it let me do that, I used one car for the whole game for the road races, yeah. and one car for the whole game for the dirt races. <laughs> Now, the seasonal stuff is more specific. You know, do this in a Ford, or do this in this car, or do this in this car. But the, the main race stuff, I think they chose that to be more accessible, to let you just, okay, I had this Lamborghini that I really liked. It wasn't as fast, but it handled really well. I used it for everything. <laughs> so, I mean, it was it's, it's a specific choice I think they made to make it playable, and if you want the difficulty, it's there. What would you give it out of 10? Um, it has... See, the thing is, it has absolutely reached the point of diminishing returns. I, I cannot allow the error of recency to cloud the number. It's an eight and a half. It's still really, really good. That's but eight, really eight and a half good, yeah. is quite strong. It's the same game again, just Would you look at a at higher it? resolution. Would just you just look at it? Yeah, but just look at it. I mean, just, just there was one where I, I, I mean, they, they do the, um, the street races all take place at night. And there's one where you race and, and it, it changes from night to, to dawn as Ooh, you're racing. And it's just, it's just ridiculous. Where it's everything's shot. pink the sky for five box. seconds. Yeah, the skybox is just, I mean, it's, it looks real. It's like, wow, better than real. I mean, it's just, I, I, I don't know how. Real is chosen by artists. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's better than real because it's perfect. <laughs> there's no, like, contrails. There's no pollution. You're in Mexico and there's never any smog, so that's entirely not realistic. Um, but it... it, it I mean, I, I I think it's treating the the host country with respect. I mean, I guess um, I, there's no, there's no cheap jokes or anything in there about anything. So it's just I don't know. It's a lot of fun, and this showing up on Game Pass is huge. So you didn't pay for it? No, you didn't go and buy it. Okay, now it's on Game Pass. I believe people are playing Halo right now, correct? They are playing the Halo multiplayer stuff. It is downloaded on my Xbox. I have not played it. You, I don't think you will. No, I won't. It, it's there so I can play a single player when it hits in December. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Well, uh, here's the thing. Reactions to the multiplayer have been very positive. Yeah, they have. In that it's Halo multiplayer that's working correctly. Uh, what are the reactions to the visuals? Because that was the complaint when they showed it last that year. That it's okay. Oh. It's fine. Oh. It's not going to blow anybody away, but it runs smoothly. Oh. It's 343. 343 is not Playground Studios. 343 is not Bungie. It's They're not going to be able to... We did our wow. best. Yeah, it's it's three four three. It's it's not 
we need to face facts. The three, four, three—they're not even epic. They can't even make a game that looks good with gears. It's just—it's—they don't have it. I don't think anyway. Maybe it's the—maybe it's the engine. I don't know. Maybe they don't have the artists. I think they don't have the artists. Yeah, you're probably right. Like if they wanted to do something else by now, they would have done something else by now. What has Alex been playing? Alex has been playing um, Ruin King, but he also got all of the uh, the what's it—the Civ Six DLC. It was putting off oh. till it became half off. Oh, okay. And it's it's kind of neat. It feels like okay, guys, we don't have money for a new expansion, but what a, what if y'all just went out into little cubicles and came up with like a really good mod, and we'll choose the best six of those mods and we'll put those in the game, and they'll oh, all okay. be optional. And there are things like uh, corporate economy, where you can basically like get at monopolies on like luxury goods if you corner the market. There's things like uh, secret societies where you can choose like one of three secret societies and some like crazy shit will happen to you. Good stuff if, if you pick the right one. Terrible stuff if you piss off the wrong one. Just a, you know, fun little layers to what is already, I think, a pretty complete game. A shit ton of uh, new leaders. Like I'm just, I picked like two out of and made the rest of a mystery because I was just like, I want to see at least one new face, and I have seen like six new faces in like this who? one game. Like who? Oh man, I've got a, a what's it, a Batryu, the Vietnamese. I don't know what her historical deal is, but she's rocks and her theme's great. And I sometimes I just pop open her leader screen just so I can listen to her like banjoish theme. It's kind of bluegrassy. I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, but this ah, this is Civ Six. This is Civ Six. I haven't played it in almost a year. It's good to be back. It is just the best before bedtime game there is, provided that there actually becomes a bedtime because <laughs> that's still happening. <laughs> it's on it's just a one more turn, months. pleasant podcast killer. I love it. Nice. Still love it. Thirty bucks on PlayStation. Hmm? 30 bucks on PlayStation. You can the, buy the Civ 6 anthology for 70. Man, I just still don't know how well that plays on a controller, and I don't trust it. Yeah. I bet it drives you mad eventually. Just having to scroll over to all different corners of the screen constantly. I gotta click on this and this and this. Wait, wait, I don't know. Come on, type. Switch, PS4. PlayStation 4. 87 on PlayStation. Okay, so at least it, it doesn't suck. Apparently. But I bet it's nicer on PC. Well, the interface is going to work better on PC. Oh, yeah. Excessive load times, grating music, and sometimes irksome controls are the only <laughs> I'm sorry, w- grating music. That's what, push, <laughs> that's what Push Square said back in 2012. Push Square oh, wow. is full of shit. This is one of the best <laughs> oh, soundtracks and, ever and put into a game. Listed on the PlayStation 5 game is the Switch version, so I don't know what we're actually getting mad. Oh, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> not, not everyone has your refined palate, sir. I mean, I hate the character Brazil represents, but when he pops up in a game, I'm like, oh, great, I'm going to get to listen to Brazil's theme. <laughs> That's how good the soundtrack is. It's like it's like if you ever gave uh, caviar to someone who's never had caviar, and they're like, I'm, I'm rich, pe- rich people like this? Yeah. Alex likes well, it. Alex likes it very much. I just bring up, uh, what's his face? I can't remember, the, uh, Civ Six Brazil. It's a lovely piece. Beautifully orchestrated. All right. Hang on. Hang on, no, we're gonna do this right, fucking. Oh, they re- they just mostly it's just like I think it's actually a classical piece of music, but everything is like the original Sweetie stuff, I if you can call it that. It's just like orchestral uh, folk folk music, and it's wonderful. I got the Pedro theme. 
Yep, mm-hmm. that's it. Okay. It's nice and jaunty. Very gentle. Mm-hmm. And it even gets some war shit in there somehow with that tempo of a song. Oh, that was picking up. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, that reviewer's kind of full of shit. Brazil, yeah. The Brazil theme at the very least is, is quite nice. Quite nice. Yeah. Does, does that mean it's time for headlines? Uh, I think so. I tried Wait, playing... did, did you actually finish Far Cry 6? Uh, no. No, I'm like, I'm a couple... You don't finish I'm... Far Cry games. You, you just you put totally them down do. in disgust after you, a week. You totally do. <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> disgust. I was, I was just kind of bored, and I have... Did, did you kill the main guy? Word. No. Did you kill the main guy? No. Then you I, didn't finish it. No, but I've, like, I've freed, like, everything... Um, I don't have any more side shit to do. It's all story missions to do now. And all those story missions are like level seven or eight or whatever. Um, like I'm at the end, but I was just like, I was, I had one of the problems with Far Cry 6 is you don't know how to become more powerful in the direction you want to, or even if you can. All you do is like eventually you just get an item and you're like, oh, now I can walk faster. That's great. Now I'm more stealthy. That's great. Um, one of my favorites is you can do takedowns on people from the front, even if they've spotted you. So mm. you just run up to a guy and he's like, hey, there's a guy over here. There's a guy over here. You just run right up to him. R3. That's great. Um, but because I already felt kind of omnipotently powerful within my stealth build, I didn't feel strongly, and I, the story just wasn't enough to compel me to finish. Huh. Yeah. Like, Danny doesn't really bad. have an arc. She's, well, no, she's, she's already just, a badass. What's going to change? Yeah, she's yeah. just fun to be around. <laughs> you know? um, so I played a little bit of Darkest Dungeon. Not Darkest it's Dungeon not, 2. It's not fun to go back to, I'm noticing. Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, like, in terms of the amount of shit you can interact with and the amount of things that can happen to you and your party. Darkest Dungeon, the first one, is is so rich compared to the, the sequel. Spoke. But when you... But having seen the combat of the sequel, going back to the first one is like... is like watching a Russian animation of Simpsons or something. <laughs> it's like, I get what they're going for. like, But it it's... Yeah, it's like watching paper cutouts jump around. Yeah, you've seen, you've seen like you know, it's like the stunt doubles. Yeah, I've what seen, the hell is this? Exactly, it's very yeah, it's a good way to put it. It's like seeing the stunt doubles instead of the real guys. I don't know why, like the just the animations and the the amount of details that go into the characters in the second one, I miss them so much. What I want Red Hook to do right now is I want them to finish Darkest Dungeon two and then redo Darkest Dungeon one in this engine. <laughs> That would not be free. No, I don't care. I'll pay sixty bucks for that, no problem. Yeah, no, me too. No, they'll charge forty, but but I, would I mean, they have to reanimate and remodel every single enemy in Darkest Dungeon One. Uh, not well. Some of the well, no. Okay, you're right. They did the Warrens. Shit. Um, yeah. So there's some. There's a lot of enemies that are that repeated. exist. Yeah, that are kind of repeated. Um, the skeletons are in there. Well, they're they're considered gaunts in the second. Gaunts now, yeah. Okay, yeah. so they're not the skeletons anymore. But they got the pigs and what else? I think that's it. Cultists. The cultists, but they're really different now. Um, you've also got the big undead guy from the Weald who fells the tree. Yeah, and you got the, He's um, one of the banshee. Um, no, not they're not uh, banshee. It's the um, ghoul. The ghoul. The ghoul. Yeah. Okay, with the with the skull necklace. Yeah, and they've also yeah. got the shambler. 
So yeah, there's a lot of enemies in two from one. Um, then you could just totally, you know, whatever, whatever. This is like five years away. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's just I gotta finish this list. game first. Good point. Well, in that case, it's time for headlines. It is time for headlines. In entertainment news, type "wilderness cooking" into YouTube to see a scary ex-military-looking guy peacefully cooking outdoors in the gorgeous mist-cloaked mountains of Azerbaijan. I think I brought that up last week, but it's worth it. It's an interesting combination of words. Okay. Oh, just beautiful environment. Beautiful environment. He's got, instead of like a tap in this guy's yard, it's like a, a bunch of rocks that come up about three feet, and then water mm. pours out. It's just a natural spring that's always going. It's gorgeous. Uh, Britney Spears is free of her conservatives, conservatorship. Yay! Yeah. Did she go party? <laughs> I don't know. If you were once the most influential singer of all time, you too can have justice eventually. Which, what, like 15 years, wasn't it? God damn, it was a long like time. That. Uh, Mel Gibson will direct a fifth Lethal Weapon movie. No thanks. Yeah. Is Danny Glover in it? Isn't Danny Glover dead? I think he's dead. Danny Glover is not dead. Oh yeah, I he was in dead. Royal Tenenbaums. Was he? Yeah, hang on. I, th- I think, I think. Danny He is still Glover too old for the shit, working. though. Yeah, he's totally too old for this shit. Uh, what disease does Danny Glover have as the first? Uh, exhibits the symptoms of... For an ad sponsored by... No, he's only 75. No, he's, he's still alive, but he's All 75. Right. I mean... No, if I'm 75, I'm going to retire. Fuck you, he's Gibson. younger than... Um... Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Yeah, but Patrick Stewart... Well, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, Danny Glover can do whatever he wants. Yeah, again. Mel Gibson cannot. Mel Gibson cannot... How did he manage to get back into Hollywood's good graces? He uh, never. He it's never like left. he never left. It's like, can we make money off this guy? That's the question. Here we go. Yep. Speaking of we'll making in, money. Yeah, we'll get into making money yeah. at the expense of uh, moral uh, goodness. At, um, wh- what's, what's, at what point does your bank account allow you to threaten death? Let's, let's find out. Tom Holland says Spider-Man No Way Home's script was rewritten on an almost daily basis while filming. He'd ask Woof. the director what happens in Act 3, and the director would say, I'm still trying to figure it out. Woof. Yeah. Now, did you guys... Good. Now, I read that after I saw the most recent trailer for... for did anyone watch that new trailer this week? I did. I it's okay. Doc Let's... Ock being, like, almost a protagonist is interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like they gave away the whole movie right there, and, though. And Peter totally saying, like, uh, there's got to be a way to get these people out of here without killing them. That totally, I love that, Peter. But at the yeah, same time... I like that, a pacifism angle. That doesn't make this whole story any less fucking stupid at every turn. It, it's a movie that had to exist. And every it's, also new... vil- it's almost villainizing Strange. Did you notice that? Uh, no, I like that. Hmm. And, and, and Alex is correct that Doctor Strange is a more interesting character the less good he becomes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, he's no like you got to watch that episode of What If he like becomes it's like really a, good. He becomes like a Cthulian entity. It's really neat. Yeah, he basically just he yeah yeah he becomes a he becomes an elder for, god for monsters of the universe. It's amazing. Nice. Um, and that's kind of interesting. But everything I saw in all of these trailers just make the story seem so dumb. And I'm kind of sad because I really like Tom Holland's Spider-Man. I really like Zendaya. And, and Tom I really Holland like does Doctor not Strange. look happy these days. Um, I don't know why. I don't think I. I don't think he likes this movie. Well, based on these trailers, I don't like this movie. Yeah. And, and then we got this. And then we got this fucking <laughs> quote from Tom Holland about the director not even knowing where the story's going. And yeah, I'm that like, is yeah, not that 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 checks out. 
That's something you say when you have no fucks left to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry about I'm worried about this next Spider Man movie. And I Me too. And the new the Tom Holland movies really still weren't as good as the Sam Raimi ones. And the Sam Raimi ones had their problem. They were iconic. I never even saw the third Sam Raimi one. Yeah, I never did either, and you look. I I saw like the the Venom fight on a TV in a bar like ten years later. I'm like, yeah, I didn't miss shit. And no. one and two were so good. They were good, yeah. Yeah, three just tried to squeeze too many characters into a movie. But and two, they but never two, made that mistake again. <laughs> two was incredible. Spider Man, Sam Raimi's Spider Man Two was incredible. Yeah. In Overwatch news, there's a new bug on PC that kick, kicks you from the game if you press the P button. Sometimes. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, a bombshell story from the Wall Street Journal last week laid out that Bobby Kotick was well aware of the volume of abuse and misconduct at Activision Blizzard and did not warn the board about it or really do anything about it. That's insider training. Okay. Mr. Kotick himself, it was revealed, has been accused by several women of mistreatment inside and outside the workplace, including one example of threatening to have a woman killed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, now, keep, wait, keep wait, in wait, mind. Raise your hand if you're surprised. Anyone? That, I mean, that's, that is some dark-ass shit. Earlier this year, okay. Blizzard uh, famously announced that it would have a no-tolerance policy towards <laughs> stuff like this. And um, and that it would be the example for the industry moving forward. Uh, Dan Bunting, co-head of Treyarch at Activision, was accused by a female employee of sexual harassment in 2017. An internal investigation by Activision's HR resulted in the recommendation that he be fired. Bobby Kotick intervened and ensured he kept his job. Just one of the boys. Earlier this year, Jen O'Neill and a guy named, I think it was Steve Ybarra, were made co-leads of Blizzard. Jen O'Neill resigned two weeks ago. And this week it's found out she was paid less than Ybarra. Uh, She was not offered a contract with pay parity until after she tendered her resignation. Blizzard was sued earlier this summer for paying women less than men. Uh, Activision Blizzard stock took another tumble this week. In a statement to Bloomberg, a company spokesman said the Wall Street Journal article presents an inaccurate and misleading view of the company and ignores important changes. No, I always thought Bobby Kotick was a bloodthirsty gangster, but go on. <laughs> important change is what? He's still there. <laughs> Activision Blizzard employees staged a walkout this week in the wake of the article. They are demanding that Kotick be replaced. The board stood by Kotick and said that they have every faith in him. that's my favorite part when that part came out I was like it felt like Kodak must have something on them because how could you because given that these are the problems that are revealed it was shown that he absolutely knew what was going on and did nothing about it in fact he participated in it Uh, how do you not address one and this at the same time like that is such that's it's, it's really strange to me to the point that I wonder if Kotick has some sort of leverage. He's I'm a sure he star. does. I don't know. That's he's a mobster. <laughs> like, um, co- <laughs> it was then revealed that an email that went out to all Blizzard staff earlier this year from Chief Course Compliance Officer Fran Townsend that was so bad she was forced to step down from her position as the executive sponsor of the Activision Blizzard Women's Network yeah. that Kotick himself described as tone deaf was written by Kotick. And sent mm. by Townsend because she was the only female executive at the company, or one of them. <laughs> Kotick now says that he takes responsibility for that incident and regrets it. Uh, a small act. What does that mean? Takes responsibility for it. 
Uh, it means he's going to pay himself another $50 million. That, yeah. yeah, okay, so it means nothing. Okay, okay. A small activist group of shareholders, a 0.6% stake in the company in total, has been calling for Kotick's removal, but that's normal. They've been doing that for years. They own like 4.6 million shares, and that's 0.6%. Jeez. Uh, PlayStation boss Jim Ryan slammed Activision Blizzard yesterday, saying PlayStation does not believe that Activision's statement of response properly addresses the situation. Agreed. Blizzard's first company-wide meeting under Ibarra, the co-lead who remains, was nothing more than a pre-recorded video where Ibarra read a PR statement. Well, yeah, he doesn't want to be in front of anybody. That'd be not safe. Yeah. Uh, it has been explained to staff that the zero-tolerance policy on harassment, uh, the board and all executives have said their company embraces, will not actually apply to Bobby Kotick. Xbox boss Phil Spencer has joined in the criticism of Activision Blizzard, telling Bloomberg that Xbox is evaluating all aspects of our relationship with the publisher and that his executive team are disturbed and deeply troubled by the horrific events and actions at ActiBliz. Uh, ActiBliz responded that they respect all feedback from our valued partners. So I... I, uh... Mm. Neither Sony nor Microsoft are going to not have Diablo 4 on the console. It's not going to happen. No, but I, uh, I I like PlayStation's response a little better than Microsoft's. Like, PlayStation at least called out that, really, there's some, some serious shit going on here, and what you're saying is fucking PR speak. That's what Sony's saying. And I that's true. Um, Xbox is just like, oh, have you heard? We're all scandalized. We're really going to think about working with them. Like, no, you're not just saying that they're doing shitty things. Like, at least PlayStation is saying that's shitty, and I like that. So yeah, that's just a horror story in every direction. Every direction. <laughs> and I've been wishing Bobby Kotick would go the way of the Dodo for, I feel like, more than 10 years now. In the time it took you to read that section of stories, what? Bobby Kotick got richer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much richer. Yeah. Significantly richer. How does that make you feel? <sighs> like I'm winning at life, but not capital. Bad enough to not buy Diablo 4? No, no, not, not quite. I... I don't know. You know I, I don't think I, I'm strong enough. I won't have the option to play Diablo 4 uh, until like two years, probably, after it comes on a PC. I mean, that's the smart thing to do. By that point, the politics of Blizzard may have completely changed. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe. We'll see what Jason Do you think Schreier they're going to try their hand at the auction house again? Or no. It depends if Codex still running things. He really did take the fun out of making video games. It's definitely a lot more guilt now. Fuck. Ratchet and Clank (laughs) Going Commando is now 18 years old. Shut your mouth. Oh! Metal Gear Uh. Solid 2 is 20. Oh, I can get drafted. Wow. Uh, Dan Hay, one of the guys at Ubisoft who made sure every Far Cry game was the same for the last 10 years, has left the company. Apparently, the next Far Cry will be a live service game like the new Assassin's Creed. Oh, God. God. Burns. Man. I don't know. Bungie can't make Destiny 2 work. What fucking chance does Ubisoft have at making two at once? Uh, They're just trying to get... They're trying to make the next Fortnite. See, but they... I wish they could... I don't understand why they don't look and see. Like, what happened to Marvel? They don't care. They're they gamble. It died. What happened to Anthem? That died. I. They just want to gamble. Have there been any successful live service games? Um, that aren't Korean. At launch, that aren't Korean. Not at launch. <laughs> uh, Fortnite 
is, first of all, North American. But remember, Fortnite crashed and burned at launch. It wasn't until Fortnite ripped off Player Unknown's Battlegrounds that it became the phenomenon that it is. So True. any of these games that you just laid out as, you know, fitting examples of this shit crashing and burning, those could all potentially be turned around by stealing from the next big indie idea. Oh. Hmm. Among Us just had a big update. See? Yeah. <laughs> they have a store now. It's very exciting. You can buy hats. Um, no, they've had costumes for a while. Yeah, but now you can buy them with in-game currency. Battlefield 2042 was crashing Xbox consoles left and right during early access recently. People could play for a few minutes or maybe an hour, and the console would just shut down. Sounds like an overheat issue to me. I'm Sounds sure like a great segue from a story about Blizzard. <laughs> uh, Rockstar Games became inundated with refund requests over the lackluster quality and bugginess of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy-definitive edition. It's been pretty unplayable in a lot of directions. The PC it version. looks ghastly. It oh, does. Yeah. It looks really ugly. The PC version was taken out of the Rockstar Games. You see the rain? Launcher. It's so bad. Uh, the rain made it totally unfucking un un playable. It's like they never that... playtested it. I, yeah. Like, you can't fucking play it. Uh, it's freezing it's just, up on yeah. Series X. Uh, it loads the game, but people can't move the characters. It was the rain thing. Uh, the hot coffee code remains in the game, but you can't access it. Um, <laughs> yeah, spectacularly so bad. bad. It was like, yeah. And last year, the lead of uh, Rockstar was criticizing um, Cyberpunk for releasing a game before it was ready. <laughs> rich. Pretty rich. Hot calling the kettle. The PC version of the Grand Theft Auto Trilogy is sitting at .05 user score on Metacritic and 2.5 out of 10 reviews. PS5 players give it a whopping 1 out of 10. <laughs> I was going to make the argument they don't hold up anyway, but... They don't, but now you're... Yeah, it's compounded by just not working. <laughs> What's horrible is I have the Trilogy on PS2 discs, um, but I probably don't have a PS2 to play them on. Or a PS3. No, I do still have my launch PS3, but I don't have a working PS3 controller. I got the only PS3 controllers I could buy in the last couple of years were some like they were listed as PS3 controllers um, on Amazon, and when I got them, they were clearly made by some company you'd never heard of. So, as someone who's in the industry now, the used industry PS3 controllers are astonishingly hard to find. No, yeah, wait, they're, no, they're tough no, they can find. keep those. History can keep those. <laughs> I was never a fan. They were too heavy. But but the PS but that means PS3 games can't be played basically. Alex, like that's a problem. Oh, the six axis. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, those, the six axis when it came out, that was like. But then there was a DualShock Three, which came out after the six axis. They're both hard to find. Mm. Uh, da -da. So we're backwards compatible PS3s. I don't have any. I've got all sorts of PS3 Slims and other ones, but I do not have any launch backwards compatible PS3s in stock. What could, you, what could you sell a 68 PS3 for? Um, if it's if it's a, a if it's a launch backwards compatible, I could probably get 250 for it. Was that all? No, I'm keeping it. That's all. Yeah. It cost me like 600. You're not getting 250 for it. Well, <laughs> it's still a it's still just a PS3. I mean, it's not. Just excuse me, sir. Well, I mean, the, okay, this the is the generation is that... that births souls. The launch this, PS3 is probably of one of the best consoles there is for the number of games it can play. Because mm -hmm. it'll do PS2 and PS1 games. It's a great console. Well, no one sells them to me. 
Hmm? Uh, unless you have an Xbox. <laughs> well, yeah, my Xbox can play 360 and Xbox One and yeah. Xbox. Oh, Xbox games. They just added 70 more to the list. I, saw I can play all three Max Payne games. And I saw, yeah, there's some sort of uh, uh, performance boost for Max Payne Three. Yeah. Ah. Ah. It's called a PC the version. Games are playable again. You can see how poorly they held up. Yeah, but then I'd have to play games on my PC, Alex, and I hate that. I know. I, I considered know buying Sable just to play it. Hmm. No, I don't want to play it on PC. Uh, Take Two has taken to removing Grand Theft Auto mods from the internet using DMCA strikes, and this is mm. shit that like fixes bugs in their games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't fix that bug. That bug's there on purpose. Take Two also purchased indie dev uh, Roll Seven this week. This is the guys who made Ollie Ollie. It's kind of weird. Hmm. And they purchased a little indie. I don't know when the last time they did that. Uh, Id Software are suing a guy trying to name his band Doom Scroll. Ah, uh, that's a stretch. Yeah, no, that's I don't like that. Stretch, yeah. That's like you, you can't have the word Doom or you Scroll. Like you don't get yeah. scrolls either. <laughs> Yeah, didn't Bethesda lose that one? Uh, they I, did. They were trying good. to scroll. They're trying to sue the Minecraft guys who made that other scrolls game, mm-hmm. and that didn't work either because it's it's just a word. <laughs> uh, the nominees for the 2021 The Game Awards Game Game of the Year oh, are God. Death Loop, It Takes mm-hmm. Two, mm-hmm. Metroid Dread, no. and what was that last one? Psychonauts Two. Oh, there yeah. it is. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Resident Evil Village. Notably See, missing Returnal. Yeah, that's a mistake. Yep. It should be there in the Deathloop's place at the very least. Yeah, yeah. I did not play It Takes Two. I've heard very good things, but I heard it from people who I don't quite trust. Like Greg Miller. <laughs> Greg, What's yeah, Greg f- Miller gets overexcited. Yeah. And wrong. What's funny is all of the uh, all the weebs are like, why isn't Tales from Arise on there? I'm like, because it sucks. It's, it's not good, guys. <laughs> no. But this this is a very thin game of the year lineup. Oh, it really is. What is like, that? Ratchet and Clank in, in a game of the year lineup. Wow. I yeah, know. That's, that's not good. Thing, but also Psychonauts pretty, but 2 isn't as strange as you think, and I think you should no, all give it no, a chance. I, I have a problem with Psychonauts 2 being there, and Psychonauts 2 being there makes me um, uh, check out the Metacritic score for a game called Lost in Random. Oh shit! I meant to play that. I haven't gotten around to it. Lost and Random. Oh, is that the out? one where like you have the dice and yes, yes, it's yeah. like forty bucks and the whole thing kind of looks like Alice. Yeah, it looks a little mm-hmm. like Alice Madness Returns, but not. I don't know. No, it looks better in its own way. Uh, it reminded me of specifically the box trolls from Leica. Uh, oh, I remember that. For some reason. Um, yeah, I and totally I meant keep... to buy that game, and now I'm distracted by Far Cry and Halo, and then my, now my year's done. It's like ugh. in all my bouts of boredom, when I go to the PlayStation Store and I see what's new, I always stop on Lost and Random. Um, I might, I yeah, that looks like a nice little double A that I might want to check out. And it's getting it's strong. It's like just under eighty on Metacritic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Indie darling, a short hike is now available on PlayStation and Xbox. And there's I still a cool, don't understand what that game is. You just wander it's a short around. hike. You, you wander yeah. around, there's you know shit to collect in order to solve puzzles and all that jazz, but there's really mm. no... Uh, it's, it's mellow. It's mellow as shit. Yeah. What I like about the PlayStation version is they've given a slider for the pixel size. <laughs> yeah. Because every version of a short hike had these huge, chunky pixels, but it was actually running polygons. And with the PlayStation version, you can bring it up to 4K if you want. Mm, nice. Okay. 
Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 devs say they're happy with the, or the publishers, pardon me, say they're happy with the game's progress under its unnamed new developer, but won't discuss release dates for quite some time. So 2023. Right. Saints Row has been delayed to August 2022. Nah. Six months. Alien Isolation is coming to iOS <gasps> and Android next month <sighs> instead of new-gen consoles because we live in the worst timeline. Yeah. That game in 4K with ray tracing? I know! At 60 FPS? So good. With but with better shadows, with with better uh, better resolution or better texture resolution, yes, yeah. Oh. oh, I want it so good. Warner Brothers Games revealed their Smash clone Multiverses today, and it looks not <laughs> terrible. Did you guys watch any of that? I did. It, it, it looks pretty bad. Come it, on. Oh no. Okay. Look, first of all, in terms of visuals, I think it looks better than Smash. It does. Uh, the voice work they've got going into this game is actually quite impressive. They got Matthew Lillard for Shaggy. Holy shit! They got Matthew Lillard for Shaggy. They got um, they got the guy from Batman the Animated Series. What for Batman? Kevin Conroy. Ke- yeah, Kevin Conroy's no. back doing Batman. They they got Kevin Conroy. Yes, they've Holy got fuck. Uh, they, they got the the good voice He's doing Har- three lines. They've got the good voice doing Harley Quinn. They've got uh, fi- they've got both the voices from Adventure Time for Finn, Finn and Jake. Uh, they got Garnet and Steven Universe. Uh, they got a character called Ryan Dog that I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And then they got Superman, Wonder Woman, Bugs Bunny, Tom and Jerry, Batman. and Arya Stark. <laughs> I don't think they got Sophie Turner. I think no. they did. Not Sophie Turner. I oh, shit. No, not Sophie Turner. So, here's the problem. Mechanically, it is not a four-player free-for-all. It's team-based. Oh, it's like a... It's, like it's two-on-two. No. Four-player, two-on-two. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's immediately going to kind of fuck up your... Mm. Yeah. So, nope. Free to play. Free to play in 2022. So that will... It will be on the front of a storefront at some point, just for a lot of people downloading it. Yeah, just to show up there. Exactly. Uh, Capcom has delayed that Pragmata game we all forgot about into 2023. Remember the one... What was the game I forgot about? Remember the one where the guy, like, jumps up into the sky because there's a creepy girl up there with, like, a sphere of shit? And, nope. Yeah, and and she like draws him up into the stars or something. Yeah, I like up, up to a satellite. No, it was it was it was just a weird cinematic. Uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy got a ray, ray tracing update on PlayStation Five and Series X today, along with unlocked frame rate on Series S. One of us needs to play that, Chamberlain. It's uh. on my list. I'll play it eventually, but I'm telling you, if if I can get over this initial hump on Far Cry, you know how long it's going to take me. Uh, not that long, <laughs> like two weeks. Okay, probably. Uh, Slow Claps Sifu is almost at the Gold Master stage, and they've actually moved up its launch by two weeks to February 8th. Yay. Nice. It's kind of nice to see Saints Road get delayed out of the early 2022 window, because I'm like, first domino has fallen. Yep. Who will be next? Elden Ring? Looking at you. There's no way Elden Ring comes out on time. Um... They're doing a lot of media for it. They've just done a network test for it. Hmm. All right. I would actually kind of be surprised, but just given how cruel the world is, I expect <laughs> it to be delayed, despite evidence to the contrary. See, I know you two will enjoy it, and you'll spend a great deal of time talking about it. I'm not sure enjoy will even be the word. <laughs> 
you know, you'll have feelings for it. That's right. So I think w- about it when I you're will, not yes, playing. Yes, I will fall. Imbibe it. I will fall briefly in love for a good month with Elden Ring. I yeah, it's just it's gonna be part of my life. I'm really glad I never got like a specific gaming tattoo at any point in my life. Me too. I really enjoyed Shadow of the Colossus in 2003. <laughs> I, I'm still going back and forth on getting a Hollow Knight health bar on my shoulder blade. No, you'll regret that. Yeah, I will. No, because the Hollow because because the Silk Song health bar is going to be better looking or something. No, that's not it. That might be my favorite game of all time. Yeah. Yeah. So far. No. I don't know if that's ever. Yeah, oh, we'll see. Yeah, I, mean, that's, I that's, had a woman come by bar. the shop the other day with a brand new, like Assassin's Creed tattoo, and it's well done, but it was an Assassin's Creed tattoo. Of which like, assassin? Oh no! Oh, just like one of the one of the insignias, mm. the, the classic insignia mm. on like her forearm. Well, I mean, it was well done. Well, I got the card for the guy who did is, the work. Is what this thing but, means to you? But I know, and all all tattoos are that. It's not. Yeah. I, but whenever I see one, I think of the girl that I saw on a bus with a Jamiroquai tattoo on her neck. You know that symbol of the Jamiroquai guy, like that big hat and the floppy shoes? Oh, okay. Symbol of Jamiroquai, that. Um, and listener, if you're too young to understand what Jamiroquai was, uh, what, what was the name of that stupid video where he was like walking Traveling without moving. Something Insanity? Virtual Insanity. Virtual Insanity, yeah. Google Jamiroquai Virtual Insanity. Okay, the Virtual Insanity album is really fucking good. It was certainly was it's the time. Really good. But no, it's still good. But Come but Jamir but Jamiroquai happened at one point in like the nineties. Oh yeah, then, he's gone. Now, and then yeah. never again. And this nope. person has the Jamiroquai symbol on their neck for all time. Maybe that's why I never got a tattoo. Because even at the time, I was like, oh, that's not gonna work. It's got to be. What symbol do you care about for the rest of your life? It's not symbols. You have to find just an image or, oh. or something that you like. Speaking of the guy who is not, I, w- I wouldn't call myself heavily tattooed. I'd call myself more tattooed than most people I You're know. You're certainly more tattooed than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just you find stuff that you like. Now, I still have in my head my stupid gaming tattoo. It's going to happen at some point and make my wife very upset. Really? I'm going I'm going to get my Sinistar at some point in time. Oh, it's going to be like pixely, too. What's on the middle of your back? Could you get like um, could you get like a big Yakuza style the, thing in the middle of your back? Yeah, just no, the, the problem is is that the upper left hand back, like if you divided my back into quadrants, yeah. the upper left hand quadrant is a silhouette of Alice and the Cheshire Cat. Oh, okay. Which blocks out the rest of it. So what I'm going to do eventually is on the on the quadrant below that, I'm going to find an artist who's going to make because there's a, he's the Cheshire Cat's like sitting in a tree. And it kind of stops at my middle back. I'm going to have find someone to continue that tattoo and go into the roots and have the Jabberwock in with the roots, like kind of half underground. Hmm. It's going to look sweet. But that, I mean, my whole back now is silhouette Alice in Wonderland stuff. So hmm. I can't really do anything else. Um, I'm guessing that okay, okay, here's Sinistar idea. is going to go on my forearm. Here's, on my, pitch. Of my, forearm. here's my pitch. Are you familiar with the notion of the third eye? Yeah. That's where Sinistar I'm not getting goes. a tattoo on my on my forehead? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Like a bindi. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But like make it small. Make it like half the size of a dime. But make it pixel perfect. So when people lean in, they can see it's Sinistar. But I like this idea. From a distance, I it genuinely could just be a mole. like this idea. It could just be a mole. 
really, I really poorly played. It's like having life. a Halloween costume. You have to explain to everybody you're. Yeah, see, life. but all the problem is micro tattoos don't age very well because uh, they just point. fuzz out and they just kind of disappear. Yeah, it, just, yeah. it, it really just would be a gross brown thing by the time. It would, yeah, in about in about five years, it would just be a smudge. And I don't, I'm not really up on face tattoos. I'm, I'm not totally adverse to doing something on my neck because now I'm like, this is the last I'm ever going to have. I'm going to retire at some point in time out of this job. But, and I, I, no matter what, I would have less tattoos than a few people who work there. So it's like, I can do whatever I want now. Man, like, we got cashiers with them all up and down their hands. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're going to a Hindu wedding. See, that's the thing. Now that I'm kind of done looking for new work, my hands are like, they're, they're in game now. Uh, so, canvas. I don't know. I don't know. And I'm sure I brought this up as we've discussed tattoos in the past, but in Ocean's Eleven, Brad Pitt has a tattoo that you can sometimes see creeping out the corner of his shirt lapel. Oh, yeah. Off his neck. Just a little bit. You can see, like, this uh, uh, thorny vine. But it disappears into his lapel, and he's got to kind of strain his... And then, going out his left hand, you can see it snaking out to the underside of his arm, but only when he, like, extends that hand. So it's always beautifully hidden. You know, and you never find out what... Ru- I think his character's name was Rudy, what Rudy's tattoo actually looks like. If I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, right, that is not buttoned all the way to the top, I have, like, the top button undone. Mm-hmm. On my left arm, if I move my arm, you can see a claw come out. Yeah. And on my chest, on my sternum, you can see a dragon and what looks like a castle. So I have that. See, that's... Uh, and that was intentional. That sounds cool to me. Yeah, I don't mind that. But there's also the devil from... Um, oh, shoot. Uh, not John Wick. It was Keanu Reeves, though. Oh, um, oh, yeah. oh, 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 from, oh. Um, Storm Air. Yeah, Storm Air played yeah. the devil. Yeah. He's yeah, got that thing kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantine, yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah he's got that where it's kind of sneaking out. Yeah. Oh, it's so I thought awesome. you were going to say... Um, uh, God damn it. The one where he's a lawyer. It's Al Pacino. Oh, no, 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 I no, thought, no. I thought you were going to say you have a picture of Peter Stromer's, like you have a tattoo of Peter Stromer's The Double. <laughs> How many times has Keanu Reeves met Satan? Uh, well, well, there's Constantine. Constantine. What else are we talking about? There's uh, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate, oh, Devil's thank you. Advocate, thank you. That might be it. Man, Charlie's there in Devil's Advocate. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Heck, Keanu Reeves in Devil's Advocate. Ooh. Mm-hmm. As young and beautiful so, as he would ever be. Except for point Who's break. going to see Ghostbusters after birth? Absolutely not. Absolutely. No? No. 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 What about Matrix 4? Maybe, if the reviews are good. Uh, Alex, there is, a, there is a Western that you need to check out or rent. It's called Old mm-hmm. Henry. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. No. Who is that guy who plays the cowboy in the opening of Buster Scruggs? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. I turned him into a hornet toad. So uh, what old Henry shit. is, is it's that guy living alone on a farm with his son. I believe it. And uh, some 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 guy shows up, has clearly been involved in a bank robbery or something, and Pa brings him inside, uh, and then some people claiming to be the law show up. And it, the people in the gang who show up claiming to be the law, those are like some big-time stars. At least one of them is, I think Stephen Dorff's in there. Uh, it is immediately very interesting cast, and then of course old Henry has to reveal himself to actually be like the most badass gunslinger in all the world. And I've repeatedly not rented this on Apple Plus over the last couple weeks, but I'm, oh yeah, it's it, got a ninety five percent. Yeah, it seems like a real Alex movie, so I thought I'd throw that out there. Old Henry, Alex. Old oh, Henry. I got Stephen Dorff and Tim like Tim Blake Nelson is who you're thinking. Yeah, Tim Blake Nelson, thank you. 
Stephen Dorff. You got uh, Stephen Dorff. I like Stephen Dorff. I know him in shit. I've seen him in things. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I never see Stephen Dorff in fucking anything. Wait, I'm thinking of Brad Dorff. I have no idea who that is. That's Chucky. Stephen Dorff is the bad guy from Blade. Stephen Dorff. Okay, Stephen Dorff was the bad guy in the first Blade. Never mind. Yes. I'm thinking of somebody. Yeah, else. Stephen Dorff is the bad guy from Blade. I was thinking of Brad Dorff. No idea who Brad Dorff is. What is Brad? He's Dorf in done? everything. Okay, googling Brad. He Dorf. was Wormtongue. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy. yeah. He sucks. What? Well, yeah, but he he always plays a guy who sucks. Like even in Star Trek. Oh, he plays a guy who sucks. Man, yeah. he's amazing in Deadwood. But he's amazing at being a guy who sucks. He's he, like, he doesn't suck in Deadwood. He's the only competent guy in the town. Oh yeah, he's the doctor. Yeah, he's so fucking good. Yeah, he was great as the doctor in Deadwood. That uh, that 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 little monologue in the end of the first season is haunting. Hmm. About the about the kid screaming for his mom while he's dying. I don't remember. It was years ago. I watched it. Oh my god. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Yeah, me I'm, too. I'm hyped to go do got, another yeah. operation in Metal Gear. I'm gonna buy and sell the world in Civilization Six. <laughs> <laughs> the man who uh, sold... actually Metal Gear starts with the man who sold the world. Yeah, the it does. Bowie version, not right? not the Bowie version. Good God! Not the Bowie version. We don't. No, it's Is awful. It? No, it's not. Are you sure? Because like, there's two was, versions. There's the like Bowie version. There's the, there's the Nirvana version. No, this was definitely not the Nirvana version. Then it was Bowie. Yeah, yeah it I think it was. No, man, I think this was the man. Yeah, I think it was, man. Hang on. The man who sees the world, Metal Gear. I'm googling this. I'm pretty sure they man got the actual the song. Yeah, it's it's got to be the Bowie version. Which version of Man Who Sold the World of Metal world Gear Solid Metal Five? Gear Solid Five. Click. What version of the Man Who Sold the World is in? Uh, Bowie. Bowie's the Man Who Sold the World is cover oh. version by Midge Ur. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was not David Bowie. So no, they couldn't. Right. They. They couldn't get. Whatever, it's still the song. Okay. Oh, I love that song. Fucking love it. Well, it's, it's a good song, but <laughs> not. Stuff. It's not the Bowie version. I don't know. It's, yeah, and what are you doing? So, okay, couldn't afford the Bowie version. You could reduce Joe Cocker's songs, and no one's gonna be too upset. You love him, but yeah, he's not famous. Famous. He's not as. No, I he, I, I disagree. Well, Joe Cocker I, also I, can't for example, sing. don't give a fuck that it's a cover. It doesn't yeah. offend me in the least because I don't care that much about David Bowie. I don't he's like not, it anyway. He's not as much. He's not sacred to me in any way. That's a shame. I can't think of an artist that is. That's probably a good. I mean, like, like yeah, no like, one can let you down that way. Oh. <laughs> it's been a rough couple so years what, for me. Okay. Heroes. What? Yeah, that's a good question. What artist do you do, do you, have you deemed uncoverable? I mean, the things that. Oh, apparently. The things that um, uh, well, Bowie's songs are so weird and Bowie that it's difficult to cover them. I'm, I'm not going to be offended by anyone covering anything. Like that's that's what happens with art. And then uh, you know, Ballroom Blitz is reintroduced to a new generation via Wayne's World. Like <laughs> great, great. That's I would cool be song. offended if anybody covered a lot of Tom Petty stuff. No, no. Nobody, nobody gets Queen songs exactly right. Oh, there, okay. there it is. No one should cover Bohemian Rhapsody. Ever. No one should cover Zeppelin, um, unless you're singing it in a car. Yeah, there you go. That's fine. At the same, well, the thing is, I've heard uh, Mary Jane's Last Dance. That's what I was trying to go. No one should cover Mary Jane's Last Dance. I disagree. Mm-hmm. I disagree because some of the most powerful pieces of music I've ever seen 
are, uh, you know, people going to recitals and doing a little bit of Metallica or doing a little bit of Zeppelin and just being blown away by these by these people. And, Metallica and, could be covered. Zeppelin probably shouldn't. Every once in a while, you get a, a watchtower, but it's it's you need a you need a Jimi Hendrix. So the problem is Zeppelin, the best Zeppelin cover has already been done. It was Hart doing Stairway to Heaven. Oh, yeah. Look it up. Yeah. Look it up. I've never heard yeah, that. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, you haven't? I love I oh, love Hart. Oh, my gosh. People don't talk about Hart enough anymore. I fucking love him. It is. It was, it was for their Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Good. And you've got Jimmy Page and um, John Bonham. No, John Bonham's dead. John Paul Jones and um, uh, Robert Plant in the audience. And Scott Bonham, John Bonham's son, is playing drums. And it's just, it's, eventually there's a choir. And it, oh my God, just look it up. Heart covers Stairway to Heaven. It is amazing. Now I have to go watch it. Yeah, he's like crying. It's, Jimmy Page. Robert Plant? Yeah, that's how yeah. freaking good it is. Oh my God, they're remaking Earthworm Jim without Doug Tenapple. Good. Good. I don't know, that's like 2D those... or 3D? It's no, it's a it's a animated series. Oh, oh, yeah. For, oh. for who? For who? who I have needs no a idea. Jim cartoon. I have what absolutely. It's no like making new Red and Stimpy stuff. It's like no, no it's it doesn't like, look bad. It looks solid. Red and Stimpy stuff. That'd be, that's like making that's like making a Kid Icarus cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> it literally is. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of another game that we haven't seen since the Super Nintendo era. That's like making. Uh, oh, see, Kid Icarus had a Kid Icarus had a DS, no, a 3DS game true. that nobody remembers. But still, like, what I'm, my point is, it's been 20 years since there was a game yeah. that bore the Earthworm Jim moniker. Who uh, was this okay, there's a really talented animator that got a chance to make his own show. I was like, "What do you, we have all these IPs? What do oh, you want to do?" Oh, that's how this happens. Well, that actually could be a good show. If it's it a, could be. If it's it a looks piece. it looks really competent. All right. Are, are all they right. going to re- are they going to redesign both your primary antagonist and your girlfriend? I don't know. All I see is Jim, and he's very well animated. Queen Slug for a butt. Yeah, I recall was being problematic. Oh yeah, Queen Slug for a butt. You it was kind of funny with the, with the Battletoads reboot and make the problematic antagonist a protagonist and put more clothes on her. No, no, no. She, she. I don't. Okay. Um, I just remember your girlfriend at Earthward Jim being being like a, a Don Bucks, a being like a, a Don Bluth ingenue for the time. Yeah, uh, Earthward Jim. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Like like the princess from Dragon's Land. Yeah, I'm sure they fix it. Yes, this looks actually pretty big budget. Honestly, it looks better than Hit Monkey. Let's put it that way. Oh, Hit oh, Monkey okay. looks fucking Thanks. awesome. Hit Monkey is not fucking awesome. What you've seen it? It's pretty boring oh it is trying to move like a show with twice the budget if that makes sense it, it, people need to point and talk to each other like archer they do not need <laughs> to be move, walking around all the time and showing off just how m- few frames they actually can afford every once in a while there's a decent action sequence but man this dialogue sucks oh, really? and i jason su- sudeikis is doing the best he can but he is talking to a monkey 90 percent of the time <laughs> Still want to see it. I still want to see it's it. boring. AV, AV Club was very positive about it. Yeah, and I don't know what the fuck they're talking about or which show they saw because I did not see it. Okay, at a base level, in the same way that I like love it when you take a mouse, put him in a little tunic, put a little sword in his little mouse. Paw. The monkey's great, but but I'm, what I'm saying is that is a powerful thing to great. me. 
is the monkey in a monkey suit in a wielding suit guns, guns yeah. and shades? Is that a powerful thing to you? It's it like look because I'm kind of sold on watch that it, all of it. Oh, it's watchable. This, I don't love it. This but is Hulu, right? You got Hulu. This is Hulu. Okay. Like I thought, like um, Modok was worth defending creatively halfway through, but this we'll see how it goes. Okay, you've seen like one episode of this, right? I've seen four. Oh wow! And still, and Ooh, I'm okay. I'm kind of bored. <laughs> kind of really bored. Ooh. It's a lot of Japanese stereotypical mobsters, and it's not doing a great job. Yeah, is cow. I've heard some. I've seen some reviews of Cowboy Bebop, and everyone's like, "This thing has no idea what it's trying to be." And, I'm, and it I'm just gonna pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, it's it's getting really bad. It, it, yeah, things I've seen from it do not give me hope, and the reviews are soul crushing. I had a little bit of hope. I had like it, it could still be good. It's like it's it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> no, no, oh. it's gone, Dad. I know. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got, folks. That's it for me. All right. Well, in that case, Alex, thank you for being here. Hey, my pleasure. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you in a week.